Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the range on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. I'm Ralph Irvin, and today we are looking at a golf game that created its special niche. And then it thrived. We're talking with someone who rose from the ranks of the thousands of players to become one of the game's global messengers. The game is Golden Tee, and we're joined by marketing manager Kevin Lindsay here on the range. Kevin, it's great to talk with you. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Now, let's start with Golden Tee. How did it get started? Well, uh, Golden Tee started in about 1988. It first came out uh, 1989. Uh, four years after Incredible Technologies got its start. So we were a small startup in Chicago, actually started in the basement of our president and our executive vice president and just kind of grew from there. It started off as a golf simulator idea, but of course the technology just wasn't there to try to get uh, you know thousands and thousands of simulators built in the, the late 80s. So you know we turned to the next best thing, which was the arcade scene. And it grew... Uh, when it got tied with Peter Jacobson, Peter Jacobson's Golden Tee started connecting machines really to a central server, which allowed comparison and competition. Yeah, in 1995, we partnered with Peter and uh, actually still to this day, he's a big part of Golden Tee and, and one of the voices of the game. And a uh, great, you know, he's, he does a lot for, for Golden Tee, but, you know, we built this technology, the uh, ITS, the International Tournament System, to connect these games through the phone line, which, you know, even back in 95, as the internet was getting started, still, uh, you know, unprecedented thing to connect arcade games across the, the, the country and, and across the world via phone line. And, you know, it started off with small little tournaments and prizes, and, and it grew to a, a championship in Vegas every year. That's one thing that people may not realize. They may think of it as something fun to play when you're at the bar or a restaurant. But this actually was an innovator in terms of that connectivity and the interactivity really between players around the world. Yeah, we, we like we joke internally, and I like to say, you know, it really was one of the first esports before, you know, esports became a popular thing in the last, you know, five, 10 years, uh, just because by the time Golden Tee 4, the, the third generation of Golden Tee came out in 2000, you know, we had tens of thousands of games connected and, and we're giving away millions of prizes every every month, which you know, still this day is, is crazy to think about, you know, just 20 years ago, how, uh, how big it really got back then. And you think about back in the 90s, well, we don't have to think because I know there was a little kid who fell in love with the game, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, you're looking at them. You know, I was actually just telling a coworker, a new coworker, this story the other day. But you know, I had a lot of family that uh, you know were in the bar and restaurant industry. So you know, something that is you know taboo these days to, to say or think about. But you know, I spent a lot of time in arcades and in restaurants and bars as a kid. And uh, you know, my the story I love to tell is my father. You know, one day I was bored with the pool table as a, as think about I was five years old it'll be 25 years next year when I turn 30 which is crazy to say and actually think about out loud but you know I said to dad I'm bored I want to go home and my father and his ultimate wisdom started singing a song and making fun of how I was bored and I wanted to go home so I turned and ran away and and no you know no joke I literally ran into the golden tea machine and a couple dollars later and almost 25 years here I am and you know, I uh, I wanted to be that kid that I got done with baseball, you know, go get a hot dog and a shake. And then I wanted to go play golden tea and hang out with the adults. <laughs> I got to ask from a golf perspective, 
did that kind of just open your eyes to the sport and maybe as you would grow up become oh wow you know okay i've played golden team maybe i'd want to swing an actual club you know it's funny because uh i started i I never really got into golf when i was really young and then as i you know got a little older and i was think i was about 10 the first time i I swung a club you know i went to the driving range with my brother-in-law and i was like well this is fun but you know golden tea is more fun to me because you know we got the track ball and you just whack away at it and Mm -hmm. um you know obviously i was a lot better at golden tee, even at a young age than I still am to this day at real golf. <laughs> of course. I mean, that's the beauty of, of the virtual gaming. Now it's been known for its annual reintroductions updates to the games. What changes can be made year to year? So golden tee live is the current platform we're on now. And that was the last real, you know, major generational change that came out in 2005. And, you know, we partnered up with sprint and every game had a modem and was connected. So every time, Uh, You know, you didn't need a phone line anymore. Every time you checked into a game, you could play with, you know, 50 players across the world. Um, But every year, you know, I think there's 95 or 98 courses in the Golden Tee Live, um, you know, history now that you can go to a game now and play. Um, You know, this year was a little bit different with COVID and everybody outside of myself, uh, the vice president of the division, Adam Kramer, and our QA team, everyone else has been working remote. So this year, we really just focused on the core courses. Um, You know, we come out with seven new courses every year. And then occasionally, you know, this year, we threw in a a few little, um, how do you say it, like uh, add-ons to to previous modes that we have, like uh, events mode, where, you know, whether you're at the home playing a a golden tee or at the bar, you know, you can play with a couple thousand people at once and, and compete for prizes. Well, and you talk about COVID this year. I mean, it was the opportunity to connect via something like Golden Tee that really is what makes it special and and what gets people excited. Yeah, our home edition market has been around, I would say, about 10 years now, but has really, really grown over the last four or five. And, you know, being able to take the golfer that you play with, you know, against your buddies at the bar and use that same golfer and equipment at home, you know, really got people excited. But over the last couple of years, and of course, especially with a lot of people staying home and and wanting to stay safe that way, um, you know, it's hard to keep up with the demand for, you know, how many home editions that that we've been selling this year. It's, It's an exciting time. And, you know, it's really helped us and the dev team look at, you know, it's not just core features for our commercial business. And then, you know, we add some stuff for the home edition. You know, we look at them as, as two separate entries, but two very important pieces of, you know, the golden tea puzzle. Well, and of course, I mean, ultimately it's that synergy that makes everything special. So yeah, you want to pay attention to both. The interesting thing you mentioned, incredible technology starting in a basement. This is still incredible technologies that runs this company. Typically, when you have a successful franchise like a Golden Tee, it'll be bought up by somebody else and become a a different product. But this really has stayed within the family and grown and matured over the years as really the core of this company. Yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot of credit, of course, to Elaine Hodgson and, uh, you know, Richard Ditton. They founded this company and they're still with it. And it's a small, you know, private company in Chicago, but, you know, we're celebrating our 35th anniversary and, um, you know, we're a bit bigger than we were back then. And we also have, you know, gaming, uh, a gaming division with slots and, and cabinets and themes. But, uh, you know, at the core, IT is still, you know, an arcade amusement company and, you know, everybody credits Golden Tee to, you know, the rise of how big IT really has become in, in both of those fields. Let's talk about you again, because how did you transition from being a player and you were playing for years to becoming a member of, of the team? 
Well, <laughs> this is going to make me sound really, uh, it's a funny story, another story of mine. But uh, when I was in college, I, I bought a car for my parents and I wanted custom license plates. But my father said absolutely nothing silly, ridiculous or anything. Well, I said, okay, how about something related to golden tea? So I have plates on my car to this day that say GT Golf 1. And actually, uh, Adam Kramer, who's the vice president of the division now, was marketing director back then. You know, I posted up some pictures on, on their forums back in the day. They wrote up a story, talked about how I was a college kid in, in Western Illinois. And actually, uh, Brian Bernhardt, who's a, a top 20 player in the world, uh, read the article, lives about 15 minutes away, and said, hey, can I – you know, meet up with you and let's play some golden tea. And, uh, you know, that was 2011 and it snowballed into me traveling to these national tournaments every year. And about it'll be four years in March that I actually, you know, took the job here to, to work at the company and not just, you know, <laughs> you know, I could be obsessed with the game in a different way. No, absolutely. I mean, and you know, you talk about obsession with the game. I mean, one of the things that people love about it was the simple design that it uses the trackball. And there are other variations than the arcade console, though, multiple digital platforms now that Golden Tee is available, including on your phone. Yeah, so Golden Tee Mobile, actually, we were just talking about this. We're a few days shy of the one-year anniversary from the, the mobile game coming out on Apple and Android devices. And at the time, you know, we just wanted to bring a different variation of Golden Tee to another platform and you know mobile had been something that had been on our mind for years and it, it was the right time and the right move um, of course had no idea that you know a situation like COVID was going to happen but that's really you know as people got stuck at home and they didn't happen to have a golden tea home edition or you know couldn't get out they said all right well this is the next best thing let me download mobile and you know every uh, every week the the numbers keep growing and growing of, of players joining and it's golden tea at its core, but now you're using your fingertips to swing and play instead of a trackball. So it's still, you know, there's still that demand to get out and play the physical version. But this is a fun alternative that, you know, is still the golden tea most people know and love. Well, and it's funny, you talk about the home version. It makes me think of, you know, the home edition of game shows back in the day, which turned a game show into a board game. The reality, though, is you have home editions with a console that features a trackball, but it's nice and compact yeah so that's uh the golden tea go is a the next kind of uh, iteration of of our home edition as we call it so it's you know we've got the whole suite of of golden tea we've got the the commercial game you know we actually partnered up with arcade one up a few years ago to come out with the golden tea classic which was the games i i know and love and grew up with and you know in a small compact version uh, the home edition is basically just I identical to the bar version without the big vault in the front. Um, and then the Go that came out in the spring this year, it's small, it's about 25 pounds, if that, with a, a built-in screen. Uh, right now it's offline and it's for like the more casual golfer, but okay. uh, there's a, I mean, it's still golden to its core. It's the same functionality. It's the same look and feel. It's the same hardware. Uh, you know, it's funny, of course, everybody's got an opinion on social media, but you know, they compare it to the, uh, I think I have them back here somewhere, the, the old plug and plays from 2000. And I'm like, oh, this is a bit different. This is a real golden tee with a real trackball. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like you just cut the control panel off of a, you know, off of a cabinet and it's a portable form. It's, it's a lot of fun. Of course, the app is, is new and I've played the app. I played the, all the different versions, <laughs> but I have to ask you. Are you a trackball or bust kind of guy? Because, you know, I would say you're probably a purist when it comes to the game. I am. It's uh, it's funny because I still play mobile and 
I, I feel like I have a, another excuse when I play poorly at it because I'm like, oh, you know, if I had a trackball, this would be so much different. Um, but I watch these players play and, you know, we had our world championship qualifying earlier this year. We have this new feature called Fight Club uh, where we separate the uh, mobile players into weight classes. And we actually just did a, a live stream the other day for that. And you watch some of the shots these guys hits and I, and I go, I don't even know if I would try that with a trackball, much less, you know, these guys and gals are doing that at their fingertips on their phones and their iPads. How far? does golden tea reach globally i mean obviously it's all over the states but that's been that way for a long time i imagine it's got to go almost everywhere yeah so when golden tea 4 came out in the early 2000s there was this real big boom of connectivity and you know we had games in australia and uk and in africa and places like that uh, as we switched to live uh, especially in the uk the the games just became too large for some of those small pubs um, and so now, right now, it's, it's a lot of uh, U.S. and Canada, but we're actually working with a handful of partners to bring some of those smaller versions of Golden Tea back out into, uh, you know, outside the, the U.S. and Canada. So it's uh, a lot of plans that are going to be uh, going down over the next couple of years, but we're excited to, to bring it back to that global reach. And when people, when you talk about the tournaments, people are going to wonder, how big are they? What's the scope? I mean, how big are the people that sign up and take part in these because I don't think people realize how big this is. Yeah. So our, our national tournament on a, a typical year, uh, there's six cities, seven events, and you know, it starts off in nice warm Florida in, uh, in February and then ends in the uh, Texas area in December for, and then also culminates in like a player of the year type tournament. Um, and you typically get like 100 to 200 people at these events. But the the core is the the world championship that we have every year in Las Vegas. And last year we had it uh, in the Orleans Hotel and Casino. And it was also, uh, you know, a 30 minute highlight show we got to record and broadcast on ESPN, which was a lot of fun. And, you know, of course, that is a, a more selective group where you got to qualify for it. Uh, but we also had two opening spots where players could just come in and try to qualify on that Friday night. And I want to say we had almost 150 players from across uh, the U.S. and Canada travel to Vegas just for one opportunity to get on that stage for, you know, the big check. Well, and you talk about all the people just trying to qualify. I mean, I mean, that itself is a very big field that, you know, could only hope to reach that next level. When I talk to creators, I ask about their favorite designs with golf clubs, typically going back through their career. Um, we're in a different arena here. So instead, as somebody who's played the game for a long time, who's somebody who works in marketing the game now, do you have a specific favorite golden tea memory? Something that if I say golden tea to you, this is one of the first things that's going to pop up in your head. You know, it's tough. Uh, I could go a lot of different ways with that. It's tough because I can literally tie like every major event in my life in some form or fashion uh, to, to golden tea. And, you know, I think about as I turn 30 next year, you know, what would I, what would I be doing right now? Where would I be if my parents never let me hang out with them and, you know, hang with the adults and play golden tea. And uh, if I never beat all my parents, friends at golden tea at like seven or eight, you know, where would I be right now? But um, I don't know, just being able to grow up to the, with the game and make friends and of course, you know, going to the tournaments and, and I'm, a, I'm a good player. Um, good to the average person, but if you watch some of the live streams or the world championship, I'm nowhere near the, uh, you know, the uh, the skill player that some of these these guys are, but I just love being able to connect with people uh, through this game. 
I mean, you go into any bar and restaurant, whether they have a golden tea or not, uh, and you, you talk about it, uh, people know what it is. And uh, it's, it's a great conversation point. And of course, if there's a game there, you know, you end up spending a, a round or two and having a couple of cold beverages and, and it's a good time. But on the other thing, you know, talking about the world championship last year and, and getting the opportunity to, to record and be on ESPN, you know, with, uh, with Adam, that's uh, not something I ever thought I would do, even as I was dreaming of, a, you know, marketing communications career 10 years ago in college. No, I would imagine not. That's uh, say who, who would have thought that golden tea would have taken you onto TV, but that's how it works sometimes. Kevin, thank you for taking the time to join us and look at a game that golfers and non-golfers absolutely love. And, you know, obviously it's meant a lot to you. It just goes to show that around the game of golf, if you follow your passion, good things can happen. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you having me on here. And I do want to leave on one little note. Yes. You know, Golden Tee is around for, you know, 31, 30, or 32 years now. Uh, if you think Golden Tee is big now, just wait until 2021 because there's some really exciting stuff uh, that I think uh, fans of golf, uh, games in general, they're really going to love once, uh, once we announce that. Awesome. We're going to keep an eye out for it. Thanks again for joining us, Kevin. Thanks a lot. That was Kevin Lindsay, marketing manager for Golden Tee and Incredible Technology. And as you can tell, he's a true testament that you can find a career in an area that you have loved your entire life. And it goes to show you that golf reaches a lot of people, even if it's not just on the course. Before we go, a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that you should start thinking about holiday gift ideas due to a potential shortage in stock stemming from the coronavirus this year. And the time since, I've already been besieged by emails promoting new releases and gift ideas. So it is definitely that time. Here's a bonus. I'm offering you gift ideas and some direction. Just drop me a line on Instagram at the golf spotlight and ask away. I'll make sure it's a great holiday season for that special golfer, or maybe it's just for you. But don't be shy. Hit me up. Now, if you want more information about golf equipment, subscribe to us on YouTube at The Golf Spotlight. For the latest on the range, follow us on Instagram. Again, it's The Golf Spotlight. We're also on Twitter at Golf Spotlight. We welcome your comments there as well. You've listened this far, so subscribe to The Range on iTunes or follow us on iHeart or Spotify. We have new shows dropping every Wednesday. That will do it for this episode of The Range, so let's hit the course or maybe fire up the video game console and play around there. Either way, we'll talk to you next time, right here on The Range. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.